You only relate to this if you have ever had the responsibility of preaching week to week. But the days leading up to a given sermon are daunting or can be daunting for a preacher. It can literally be an all-consuming thing. It's like always there, Sunday's coming. That's why it's so helpful and so crucial for pastors to have a weekly sermon prep schedule or a sermon prep workflow. In this episode, we're gonna talk about why you need to think about what your sermon prep workflow is and how to begin to create one. And we're gonna dive into that in just a moment. If you're new here, my name's Lane. This is the Preaching Donkey Podcast. It's so awesome to have you joining me today. I am your humble host. If you haven't yet, go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. You can pick up my free 21-day guide to creating killer sermons. This is a three-week, three-step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling message. So whether you've been preaching for a long time and you're just looking for a fresh and new way to approach things, or if you're brand new to preaching and you're just looking for any resource you can get your hands on that will help you, there's something in there for you. PreachingDonkey.com slash 21 days, totally for free. All right, let's dive into today. This is actually one of the first articles that I wrote over at Preaching Donkey back in October of 2014. Here's why you need a weekly sermon prep schedule. As I said, the days leading up to a sermon can be very stressful for a preacher. Your sermon content is on your mind constantly. I was actually talking to my neighbor a couple doors down who is a pastor, and we were talking about getting a break from preaching on a Sunday and how refreshing that is because I heard Larry Osborne say one time, the pastor at North Coast Church in San Diego, I was at a conference and he was talking and he said, the reason why it's helpful to take weeks off of preaching, to not preach every week in other words, is that he said, on weeks that I'm preaching, all I'm thinking about is my sermon, right? It doesn't matter if it's Tuesday, if it's Wednesday, if it's Friday, I'm thinking about my sermon, thinking about if it's come together, thinking about if I'm ready, thinking about what needs to be tweaked, thinking and praying about what needs to be said better. That's all I'm thinking about. He said on weeks that I'm not preaching, I'm thinking, why does our website stink? You know, like what, what's wrong with our staffing right now? Like, why are, we, why are we not meeting budget? Like, in other words, I'm thinking about other things. It actually frees my mind up to think about something else. So this is somewhat of an aside from our content for today. But I will say, if you are preaching every single week without many breaks, one of the best things you can do just to get a more balanced approach and balanced workflow and there, there's so many benefits to it. I'll do a video just about this one topic soon. But take some time off. Take Just schedule in some time where you are not preaching, even if you're in town. That's where preaching teams come in handy. We'll talk more about that. But the point is, you know that if it's the week that you're preaching or a given week that you have a sermon coming up, it's on your mind constantly. The responsibility of preparing a sermon can be daunting because when Sunday comes, you have to deliver. You know that pressure. You need a plan, a guide, a schedule to keep you on track. Here's why you need a weekly sermon prep schedule. Number one, you can stay on schedule. As a preacher, you never want to procrastinate and put off your sermon prep, but things come up and you have to deal with unexpected events. Your study gets interrupted and it's difficult to stay on schedule. A written sermon prep schedule is an objective measure. 
It can help you stay on track with your preparation. If you get behind, you'll know it. If you get ahead, you'll know it. Sometimes writing the schedule down is half the battle. This helps you avoid scheduling other meetings on top of your most important preparation times. This is so, so good. Uh, a prep schedule or a workflow, and I talk about this in my course, Killer Sermons Academy, pretty at length, and we talk about how to map one out. You can find that at preachingdonkey.com courses. But the reason why this is so important is because if I have a schedule, if I know that on Monday of a given week that I have a message, I have to get this done, and then on Tuesday, this has to be done, and on Wednesday, I break away from it, and then on Thursday, the whole thing has to be complete, and or so on, whatever I decide, whatever you decide, then I know I'm on schedule or I'm not on schedule, but there's an objective measure, and that can help very, very much. It relieves and alleviates a lot of that stress. Number two, so your sermon prep doesn't become all-consuming. It's easy to let the sermon become all-consuming, to let it become all you think about, to put other work aside so that you can focus on it entirely. There are times when the sermon content demands this kind of undivided attention, but if this is your norm, then you will have an unbalanced ministry. This is especially true if you not only preach, but lead as well. A leader buried in constant study is an inattentive leader. You want to be able to prepare sermons and attend to the needs of your church. A sermon prep schedule or sermon prep workflow allows you to pull away from the study and still be confident you're on schedule. This is another reason why not preaching every week is such a benefit because it gives you more bandwidth and space to actually do the things that move your church forward and lead it rather than just be buried in study. Very few pastors have the luxury of just be just being study and teach pastors. Uh, if, if, if this is your situation, then God bless you. You're very fortunate. But most people are not don't have the luxury of just all I do is study and teach, study, teach and pray. That's all I do. That's typically only at very large churches. But even so, it, it kind of uh, it kind of separates you from the fun and the joys of leading your team and setting direction for your church and all the fun things that really your preaching is is one of the ways in which you lead but it's it's just one part of this bigger puzzle of what it is to lead a flock and so if you're not one of those people who only study teaches and prays which is a very very small minority if you also have other responsibilities right um, you've got you to be attentive to the budget. You have to be attentive to your staff. You have to do some care, uh, pastoral care type stuff, whatever it might be. Then it's really, really, really good to make sure that your sermon prep doesn't become all-consuming. And when you have a schedule, it doesn't become all-consuming, especially if you're making great use of the time on the days that you're studying. Number three, so you can build margin into your week. All of us need a margin in our schedules. We need flexibility to deal with the unexpected. Sermon, a sermon prep schedule allows you to plan your week in its entirety and keep enough room for the unplanned. If you make sermon preparation part of your non-negotiable weekly task, then it's less likely to get interrupted or pushed aside for other things. There are reasons why I have written a written preparation. These are the reasons why I have a written preparation schedule. It helps measure my progress and keep me on track. So you, you can build margin into your week and again, I say uh, you, you can make sermon prep a, a part of your non-negotiable weekly task. I want to acknowledge 
what some of you might be thinking, and that is that there are things that happen that you cannot predict, and I totally get that. I understand that there are things that get thrusted onto your schedule, there are emergencies that happen, there are last minute things that you just have to attend to, and the sermon prep can be pushed aside. But if you at least have a plan and that plan is interrupted, you can work to get back on track, to get back on your plan. If you don't have a plan and those emergencies and interruptions come also, you're in a much worse situation. So let's give ourselves that edge and get ahead and have a plan so that when the unexpected comes and it will come and it does come, we at least have a plan that we can get back to. So what does a weekly sermon prep schedule look like? I've listed out each day of the week with a brief explanation of what I complete regarding my sermon prep. Every pastor's schedule is different and every church has its own set of meetings and weekly schedules. But I wanna show you my schedule so that you have an example of what one looks like. So this was what I wrote in 2014. I was on staff as an associate pastor at a church in Washington DC area. And I preached, uh, I, I preached every week in one of our services and I preached about 15 times a year in all of our services. And so I had a pretty just regular schedule of getting a sermon completed. So here we go. Prior to Monday, I would have already began combining through the text, or combining, I would have, I would have, I would have already began combing through the text, not combining, combing through the text. The preaching team, I'll get to that in a later video, but we had a team of people who we did research together. We put together some of the kind of, uh, parts of the sermon that give it a little bit more life and to give it a little bit more flesh, like illustrations, applications, things of that nature. But the preaching team would have already developed an objective and desired response for the sermon. So I would have been a part of that. And the sermon would fit into a series of sermons that we would have certain goals and objectives for. So prior to Monday, I've already spent time in the text, taking a step back from that. We, I already know the, the, the series I'm in, how this sermon fits into the series and what the objective of the sermon is. In other words, and I talk about this in, in the course, Killer Sermons Academy, but the objective is a really important question. What do I want this sermon to do? And then the desired response is what do I want people to do with the sermon? So what does the sermon do and what do people do with it? So objective, desired response. And then I know how that sermon fits into this series. So in other words, there's some prep work that, have, that has already happened prior to the week of, and you just have to determine what is the prep work that you need to do ahead of time? What kind of planning do you need to do when you have some dedicated focus time to do some research, to look into the text, to map out each sermon? All of that, especially if you're the lead pastor and you're doing this almost every week, that needs to be done in advance of the week of, right? So again, if we're planning everything, that's how this is gonna work. So then Monday comes, so on Monday I, I would pray, begin studying the text, the preaching team would meet in the afternoon on Monday to discuss content, and I would begin the first draft of outline and notes. So if by the end of the day on Monday, I've got a first draft of the outline and some notes from the preaching team, I'm great. I, I feel like Monday was a win. Tuesday I would pray, but no official prep. Uh, I would let Monday soak in, in this particular situation and that staff at that time, Tuesday was just filled with a bunch of meetings. So I, did, I wasn't doing a whole lot of sermon prep on those days. Wednesday, I would pray, of course. Notice that prayer is a huge part of the workflow. You're praying through the entire process of sermon prep. So Wednesday, I'd pray, and then I would complete the first draft of the sermon notes. So it started on Monday, took a break from it on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, I would complete it. 
the first draft. And I begin building the, the PowerPoint or the uh, pro presenter slides, bulletin outline to communications team by 11 a.m. So we had a communications team that, that did the same thing that you might call a media team. Basically, they're the ones that would put it in the, the handout for the notes. Um, and then I would seek input from others, uh, run through my outline and seek feedback. So I'm doing all of this stuff on Wednesday, kind of getting the draft finished getting the kind of outline and notes to the team and people who need it. What this did was that by Wednesday, I've got the bones and skeleton and I'm kind of committed to the direction of the sermon. Then on Thursday, I pray, finalize the notes, finalize the PowerPoint or the pro presenter, Sunday walkthrough with my service, uh, Sunday walkthrough with service planning staff on one, at 1.30 p.m. So on Thursday afternoon, we always did a, a, a walkthrough of what things were gonna look like on Sunday. And then at two o'clock, I would uh, re <coughs> rehearse my message. I did a, a, a podcast episode about that a few weeks ago. You can go check it out, but I, I'm a firm believer in rehearsing. I think that the, the first time you preach a message, the first time those words are coming out of your mouth in that way, uh, in that order, making those points, teaching that text, uh, should not be live and in the moment in front of real people. You need to rehearse it so that you're used to saying it, so that you, you nail down your transitions, you know how long it is, so is it, is it gonna fit within the parameters that you've set? So I'm a huge fan of that, always have been make the necessary adjustments, and then send the final slides over to the media team. That's Thursday. Friday was my day off, so I don't even think about the sermon, not even for a second, I take a break. So because I had a workflow, I knew that when I left the office on Thursday, the sermon was done, and I could actually go have a weekend, just not even really think about it. Saturday, I would pull it out, so Friday, take a day off. Saturday, rehearse one more time, usually in front of my wife because she gives super helpful feedback. I don't do that anymore. This was years ago. Typically what I do now is I actually on Sunday morning, I, I, wouldn't, I, I, don't, I don't even think about it on Friday or Saturday. Sunday morning, I actually pull out the recording of when I rehearsed it and I look at my notes, the notes I'm gonna have in front of me, and I just listen to myself preach it and I look at my notes and that just goes to solidify it even more. So, and that happens day of, like kind of as I'm getting ready for the day. So that's really the, the main thing that has changed and a few other things, because I went to on staff at a different church and it was similar but different. But the point is every single day had a role and every single day has a purpose. And I know if it's Thursday and I'm doing the things that I should have had completed on Wednesday, I just need to speed it up, right? because I don't want anything to interfere with Friday, and I don't want to be doing late Saturday night sermon prep. I don't feel like that's responsible. I don't feel like it's the best it can be. Get it all done by Thursday, take a break from it, revisit it before the sermon, and you're good to go. That is my workflow, that is my sermon prep schedule. Love to hear what you think. What do you do? to make sure that you're ready. Do you have a set schedule? Do you have a set workflow? Or is this something that you might benefit from? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching here on YouTube, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or one of the podcast players. So awesome to have you. Be sure to leave a review if you are getting something out of this. Share this episode with a friend. Click here if you're on YouTube. You can check out more of the podcast and I'll see you in the next episode real soon. Until then, remember, if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here at the Preaching Donkey Podcast.